two, one, go. Welcome to another episode of Money Talks and Bullshit Walks, Philadelphia from 1980 to present. I know, but I've told you a million times. Here it is. Money Talks, Bullshit Walks is a, is a phrase that was picked up on an FBI tape during Abscam when Congressman Ozzie Myers was recorded taking a bribe. Uh, and when the, the uh, funds reached his hands, he said that while he was uh, counting the money. So that's, that's the explanation. Now, today we have the guests of guests. We have uh, Hal Rosner, who's here, uh, to talk to us about environmental issues from 1980 to present. And of course, we got Jolt and Joe Willard also here to yo, yo. throw in questions and uh, generally act like either him or me during this, uh, during this memorable moment. So uh, the person who is here is a gentleman by the name of Hal Rosner. Hal, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and we'll tell you to shut up when yeah yeah when we have to so we can pose questions oh i mean do you want to make it sexier and just ask me a few leading biographical questions well we uh, okay how old are you joe i just turned 65 and my name is hell although coincidentally i have a beloved younger brother whose name is joe so there you go it's answered i'm 65 i just turned 65 last month and uh, I'm in good health. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, Hal, let's start with 1980. Uh, I understand that that was basically about the time you came here. Uh, is that come here from directly from Chicago or some other locale? Uh, there was a little bit of traveling up and down the East Coast. As a Midwestern kid born in Iowa City, I was always enamored with the East Coast. Iowa City. Damn. And uh, guys, are you going to be interrupting me better. throughout? Oh, that's right. You're Philadelphians, whereas I'm a polite Midwestern. Exactly. Okay, we'll see what we can do. Okay. Uh, so when you uh, arrived in Philadelphia, were there any, uh, I guess, environmental opportunities uh, for people who are uh, from, from outside or inside Philadelphia? Like wow, the, that was a vague question, but you know what? You, I'm gonna you said you wanted an open. You wanted an open-end question. I scored uh, the dream job in 1980. I was just out of college, and uh, I was hired by the Pennsylvania Horticulture Society. That's PHS, right? Yes. And there's some women's problem. And um, <laughs> that's going to this get show will be heavily edited, right? <laughs> yes. Yes, we already got rid of the yeah, interview. It was offensive. <laughs> it was offensive to women across the world. No, just across Philadelphia. All right. Let's but not get wild. PHS had started Philadelphia Green in 1976 as a uh, initiative for community mm -hmm. outreach to start greening projects. And uh, I had heard about them while I was in college at an urban forestry conference in DC and uh, wound up impressed. starting with them in February of 1980. So 40 years ago. Who was the head of that? Jane Shaw? That was Ernesta Baylor. Oh, that's she's from up here. That's right. She's a Chestnut Hill woman. I'm not from Chestnut Hill, but I understand. Right. None of us are. Okay. So what sorts of things, uh, when you first started, 
were, were you confronting with regard to the environment uh, in Philadelphia? Well, for me as a horticulturist, the environment was essentially vacant lots uh, from you know demolitions and a certain amount of, dare I say, white flight. Uh, so there's plenty of vacant landscape to work with. And then we also planted street trees on all the little north, south, east, west streets throughout all the uh, inner city neighborhoods. And we also did window boxes and sitting gardens along with vegetable gardens. So it was hmm. an exciting, busy time. So so the community gardens you were involved with uh, basically from the inception? Yes, we would go to nighttime meetings, lugging a slide projector around and uh, put uh, give a presentation because it wasn't a program we were just showing up with the supplies. We needed uh, the neighborhood to buy in. We needed the block captain and uh, neighbors to buy in to uh, support the program. Okay, so you, you, you're seeking ba basically, to use a pun, grassroots support. Like that, As opposed to white people imposing their will. environmental will on other communities. So, so in that brief interlude, uh, you guys having that dialogue, the sarcasm and irony comes through so well. That's that's what it's all about. Yeah. The couch isn't really too torn off. It's good for basketball and football. Right. Uh, baseball is mostly a place to sleep. I love baseball. Anyway, so talk us, talk to us, Joe and I, that is, and anybody who's crazy enough to listen to this, about the political uh, issues that you faced when you tried to, uh, or when you did implement the, this program through PHS. So you're looking for dirt, is what you're saying. Well, I'm not looking necessarily for dirt. If you want to throw that in, but and, it, well, wait a minute, wait right. a minute. I can't tell if he's joking because he says dirt, and we're talking about the environment. So let's clarify. Yeah. Well, so horticulturists don't use the word dirt when it comes to a growing. They always oh. use the word soil because soil is a living organism. Dirt. Excuse me. That's what you learned in Iowa. Dirt <laughs> is what's under your fingernails. I clean them, but yeah, I, I, I take umbrage of that. Uh, so I, mine is are painted green. Politically, uh, William Green was mayor. Will Green. Yeah, he's, he's on, he's, he's on, he's on, he's on it. He's also the ascendancy of city councilman Wilson Good. No, he wasn't a councilman, but that's okay. He was managing director. Now we go. There yeah. you go. He knows you go. Stuff. You go up a. So uh, it was exciting to have uh, Mayor Good come out to, uh, you know, ribbon cuttings and, uh, you know, working with them on occasion very closely. White Sox, White Sox uh, were led by third baseman Bill Melton, who I don't think Who's led the American League in home runs. I don't think so either. Year. He may have had like uh, 33 home runs that year. Not as good as the greatest third baseman. Bring it of all back time. to Philly. Yes. Yes, of course. We're going to right. talk about Michael Jack Schmidt if we're going to talk about Bill Melton. It was Frank Thomas on the team at the time? No, he wasn't. <laughs> no, but I got to see Frank play his rookie year at Old Comiskey Park. Wow. Should have been a Philly boy. And uh, Frank I, I never, never dabbled in steroids, and he's quick to really condemn the whole steroid movement. And he is in the Hall of Fame. Yes, he is. First ballot. Right. He's hit 500 home runs. But, so, you were happy to get that some of the elected politicians 
and um, the managing director of the city uh, were at least interested enough to uh, come out to certain openings that uh, PHS was having. Yeah, uh, and uh, you know we were getting our funding from OHCD. Do you remember who they were? Wow. Office of Housing and Community Development. Was Ed Schwartz the head of it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Ed Schwartz. Ed Schwartz. Ed Schwartz became a city councilman, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. he did. Was he at large? He had to be. He didn't win anything in, in the district because it would have been up here. Right. So it would have been in the Northwest. Right. So what sorts of programs did you uh, really, you, you talked about the trees and the window boxes. What sort of things that have stuck since 1980 that you started uh, back then with Ernest? Well, so there was a rich tradition of, you know, the Southern migration of African-Americans coming up from Virginia, North Carolina, Georgia. And so they brought their gardening skills and it was essentially uh, more often than not uh, older uh, black women, you know, kind of in that grandparent age. Uh, We would deliver uh, mushroom soil from Chester County and it would get cultivated in. We would give fencing materials. We had a harvest show so that uh, the year's bounty would get judged. And uh, the gardens really cranked it out. People really knew what they were doing. I didn't know about that either. So some of the gardens that live on today, 49th and Aspen, uh, Glenwood Gardens, which you can see from the train on its way to Wayne Junction, is that one uh, right there. Uh, it's Glenwood in North Philly. Yeah, it's in North Philly. Glenwood, yeah. yeah. Yes, and 49th Aspen, of course, West Philly. Uh, definitely the gardens are under pressure from uh, gentrification. And, you know, I guess, uh, I don't know if we still use the term urban renewal, but. Uh, the Tower so- Power did it. Did they? Yeah, that's the name of one of their okay. CDs. The CD or the song? Is there a song too? No, there's no song, but there's a lot of great songs on that CD. But anyway. So my thing today, since I'm just going to go off script, um, is the whole uh, environmental equity, the equity of, uh, you know, environmental, environmental equity. Sorry. Oh. We're having some technical shit going on here. Okay, sorry. But the show goes on. Uh, Philadelphia has lost tree canopy over the last decade, even though uh, there's been an aggressive initiative to plant trees in uh, low-income neighborhoods. Uh, and as the climate heats up, we're concerned that certain neighborhoods are going to become unlivable and I'm not uh, exaggerating or using hyperbole or anything like that. Well, um, let me let me ask you, uh, you're familiar with Bartram Gardens? Yes. Can you tell us, I mean, this goes way back in Philadelphia history, uh, but people are probably not aware of Bartram Gardens, nor are they aware of its location and uh, their be- the beauty. Uh, you. I've been there a number of times, and it's overwhelming to to see that it basically out in Southwest Philly, across from where the big refinery fire was, I believe. Mm-hmm. Right, and uh, also buffeted to the west by uh, public housing. Right, and uh, Bartram Avenue. Uh, yeah, some tough industrial neighborhoods. Uh, University of Pennsylvania, creeping 
south by southwest uh, down Bartrams and so we'll see what their presence will be in the years to come but yeah Bartrams is one of the green jewels that's what brought me east is just the uh, rich horticultural traditions down here um, and as you guys have maybe talked about in your last episode you know the the goal is to hook Bartrams up via pedestrian cycling bridge mm -hmm. from the other side of Schuylkill and bring it right on into Bartram. So right, that's that's the foot have, traffic from yeah. all the way down, uh, I guess, at uh, 25th Street. And well, I guess it goes all the way to the Art Museum and it's planned to go all the way to Bartram Gardens, right. is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, you know, I think one thing that speaks very well for our uh, horticultural nonprofits is there's been a really good tradition of strong leadership. Um, you know, there's one institution that I think continues to struggle a little bit, and that's the uh, Aubrey Arboretum in uh, Germantown. Germantown. Yeah. I wish I, I wish you could get a foothold. I think it's still looking for an identity in some regards, but Morris is doing great. Uh, that's up in Chestnut Hill. Right. Uh, and uh, Bartram's has is, is got excellent executive leadership. And So who is the, does Philadelphia have a head of their environmental? Uh, yes, they have an office of uh, sustainability. And who's, do you know who the, uh, the chief of that is? Or is that, first of all, is that a cabinet level position? I'm not sure, and you would have to Google her name. Do you have, uh, is that an intern right there? Could you look it up? Sure. Joe, Joe, what's he doing? Joe is a master, master of all information that I'm not aware of. We'll get that back to you on that one, boss. Joe, Joe uh, can't get the internet up. Her first name is Beth. She's incredibly talented. Um, I've seen her present at least once. Um, the work that the city is doing, like I spoke to a minute ago in terms of, uh, uh, looking at neighborhoods and how uh, how well they're going to do, how livable they're going to remain as the planet uh, experiences more and more climate change is impressive. So from 1980 to present, how would you characterize the development of the environment or the environmental problems that have been overcome? I think we're well aware. I think Mayor Nutter really kind of took it to the next level. And I think Mayor Kenny has been supportive of the same initiatives. I haven't heard outcries. Um, the city's currently developing an urban forestry uh, master plan. All right, we're gonna take a break here. Did I say something wrong? No.